This is this is fine. This is fine. This is, this is fine. fine. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is a poor substitute for therapy, but an excellent substitute for other podcasts. We're not like other podcasts. Join us as we find the answers to the universe's biggest questions like is butter a carb? Does crying burn calories? And what the fuck am I doing with my life? We're here to be your part-time therapist, astrologer, concierge doctor, and fairy godmother. Do you need someone to validate you today? Cool, cool, cool. Come on in. We're fine. This is fine. Happy summer, my angels. If this is your first time listening, welcome to This Is Fine. I'm your host, Dominique, and you've joined on a sparkly, star-spangled kind of day. Shannon Aganza, our in-house master astrologer, my second mom, and all-around cosmic sorceress, is giving us astrology lessons and horoscopes throughout the year on this podcast. It allows us to know what the hell's going on in the sky that's making us feel some type of way. And feelings will be felt this summer, let me tell you. So that brings us to right now, today's episode. Shannon's here today with your hot girl summer astrology forecast. We're talking about the cosmic weather in the coming months through early September and Virgo season. We've got three retrograde cycles to talk about today involving Pluto, Venus, and Mercury. This will give us some themes and tones for the summer season, which will largely center on an internal glow up. Hopefully you're excited about having one of those. So get your journals ready and take some notes. Let's do it. Okay, Shannon, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> as per usual, we're in our little cavern of mysticism <laughs> known as the studio. <laughs> I, know, I love this studio. And you brought like lavender home. essential oil and we're just like <laughs> getting in the right headspace. So our usual ritual at the beginning is this fine. Are you fine today? Oh, I'm so fine. We're feeling really fine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And you're wearing pink. You're wearing like my favorite shade of pink, too. And I'm just, I'm really vibing with it. Like, how can you not feel well when you look down and you and just, just see like, warmth? Bright and beautiful. Pink is the prettiest <laughs> color in the world. It just is. I just love it. And I love you. Thank you for being here with Aww. us. My pleasure. We're kicking off summer right now. So at the time you are listening, it will be early mid-June. And I hope that the weather is better than it has been in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Some summer sunshine. So today we're going to talk about the next few months, um, a lot of retrograde cycles, and I'm really just going to let Shannon take it away. We're going to take some twists <laughs> and turns today. <laughs> you must trust me. <laughs> I trust you with my life and my, oh my soul. <laughs> like, oh boy, here we go. Here we go. So uh, buckle up for a little astro roller coaster. <laughs> well... What I want to do right now um, is just kind of give a sort of overview thematic yeah. view. Okay. And I would love, hopefully, we'll be able to do like a precise Venus retrograde and Leo yeah. podcast, because I think there's a lot to harvest yep. from that. But right now, what we're doing, so that will be to come. Mm-hmm. But next month, <laughs> next month. But for now, we're kind of looking at some you know, some of the bigger tones going on. And one of the biggest things right now, energetically, is we have Pluto moving back into Capricorn mm -hmm. after being in Aquarius between March 23rd and just now, June 14th. And Pluto made its play its way into that zero degrees of Aquarius to sort of give us a glimpse of what that energy is. And I think we broke the whole cycle down a bit more um, in a previous podcast, right, if you want to really go into it. 
But the point I want to make here right now is as it goes back into Capricorn, sort of what we're looking at is the work that we need to do. What do we need to do based on everything we saw? What did we see? Mm -hmm. How did we see our life differently? How did we see other people differently? Our relationships, everything. Through that lens of illumination, I have that a lot of my client base. That's where they've been like, oh my gosh, I know this now, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it's this is the time where now Pluto moving back into cap, we can sort of start doing the work, pulling our sleeves up. Back to the drawing board. (laughs) A little back to the drawing board. And at least, I don't think it's going to feel so much like a slide down the hill back, but more of, okay, we're opening the tool shed again, Mm -hmm. where we've been looking at everything. And let's say this, like I love Aquarius as a metaphor for blueprints. Yep. And so we sent our blueprints to, you know, to get approved, and now we just got our blueprints back. Cool. And so we have to look at it and pull our tools out and see it. Okay, how can we accomplish what we have to accomplish? All right. And so we're going to be building that from now until January 21st of 2024 when then Pluto moves back into Aquarius and will be there for almost 20 years. And so really we need to look at this time, not as, oh no, I don't want to go back there. You know, Pluto cap, what especially towards the end. And really we look at the whole cycle like <laughs> a lot changed. Yeah. All you have to do is watch TV shows <laughs> like in, in two th- from 2007. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you get the cult like... You know, you get, oh, this is where they were, you know, yeah. like this is where we were. This was culture and like, where it is now. And is, like the office versus like succession. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've it's, changed. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because I don't know why Chato, my husband, he's been watching all those old lawyer shows. Like they're oh, nice. very light, but I'm watching them going, oh, they had no idea what was coming. Like, <laughs> Sweet this summer is children. Yeah. <laughs> it's so we're not going back necessarily back back but it's more of okay here is an opportunity we should be grateful to be able to open the tool shed and Mm -hmm. go okay get the tools back out we can fine-tune or we get the eraser out on our blueprints and we can erase a few things because it's it's like that's what that glimpse was for and so for everyone this is you know surveying you can journal look in your calendar look at all the things that happened between that March 23rd time and right now. And there was a lot of uneasiness, I will say. You know, change is uncomfortable for a lot of people. And so we're trying to view this through the lens of, you know, bigger picture, like taking fear out. Mm. And and what I mean by that, like just, you know, some people are like, I can't be in this relationship anymore. I can't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I cannot tolerate these things. And so now we're getting to put together, how can we build that out? But it doesn't have to be scary. So part of this, part of the whole cycle. So as we have Pluto moving back into cap, putting the tool belt back on, putting the hard hat on, we mm-hmm. need a little bit of a hard hat. We have these other cycles going on, the retrograde cycles that you were talking about. So we have 
happening together or there's some crossover. Mm-hmm. One of the big ones is Venus retrograde, like we spoke about before. And again, we'll hopefully do a longer episode yeah. just dedicated to that. But the thing that I thought was really beautiful in, in looking at this is we have that Venus retrograde cycle, which happens every year and a half. It's not often. And then within that, about a month later, we have Mercury going retrograde. Mm-hmm. And so within these cycles, what I'm looking at is this sort of heart and head merging. So this time, we really want to be awake, meaning like this is it. You want to sculpt your life. You want to be conscious about directions you're going. You can at least make good plans for yourself. And more than anything, not not so much the focusing on what am I going to do out there. Mm-hmm. It's the inner stuff. Mm. That's what retrograde is. An inner glow up. <laughs> An inner glow up. Exactly. Yes. And Pluto is going backwards during this particular time. And again, Venus going backwards, Mercury going backwards. And what's really nice is that Mercury being in Leo, Leo is the heart. So we're looking at that warmth, that radiance, where your heart wants to be, not with any judgment or thought, not thinking love, but that feeling. Mm -hmm. And what are you attached to in that way? And just that, you know, really, it's so cliche, but it is, you know, Mm self-love. And Oh, I love that. Like Venus and Leo theme could be self-love. Absolutely. Because... And what you come to within that self-love is where where do I want to extend that back out? Because that's the thing with Leo. Leo is a very radiant sign. It is, it's this very giving, it's very generous um, in its energy. But what we get while Venus is retracting, pulling inward, mm-hmm. we're looking at it for ourselves. So yes, self-love. But then, you know, if we put the the bookends on this, July 22nd mm-hmm. is the day that Venus goes retrograde at 28 degrees Leo. So this is important, too, if you want to look at your chart, if you you can have access to that. Like, I believe, like, Dominique <laughs> is probably, she has resourced all. Yeah, it, with those if you things. know me personally, I probably have given you your chart <laughs> from <laughs> Astrogold. <laughs> exactly. Or at least a place to go find it. Yes. So one thing you want to look at is if you have any planets or your ascendant between the degrees 8 and 28 of Leo. And it's okay if you don't. It's still showing up somewhere in your chart. I just got two sixes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Like, it's near there. Um, You get to observe it. It's still going to be happening. But, you know, in a place where you can experience it. But when you have planets in the path of the retrograde, it's your transit. Because that means whatever planet is retrograding, right now it's Venus— will contact that same planet three times Wow! where it normally just gets one pass on yep. a regular, you know, transit. So that means like your sun, your moon, your Mercury, your Anything. Venus, Mars, any placement you have that's going to get hit three times if it's in that window. Yep. Cool. And so you want to look at the themes of that planet. 
And if you don't have any planets there, you know, just look at the house and you can. We did a whole thing on houses. We did a whole thing on houses, and I will link to that in the description. <laughs> and so you can look. And also, you know, you want to look at the house regardless. You know, if you have planets in the path, also look at the house. Right. Because that's going to be the environment that you're coming in and working on heart issues, what you love. Okay. okay? So we have that as a theme. And I wanted to mention this. I thought this was really juicy, that the day Venus goes retrograde on that July 22nd, Mm -hmm. the sun, the ruler of Leo, is moving into Leo, is Mm. zero degrees. So we have this zero degree illuminator, Mm -hmm. the sun, the day Venus is going retrograde. So they're going to be moving towards each other. Right. And But it shines light. So we're really supposed to be focusing on this. Okay. And then about a month later, on August 23rd, Mercury's going to go retrograde. And Mercury will go retrograde in Virgo. And on that same day, the mm-hmm. day that Mercury goes retrograde in Virgo, the sun will hit zero degrees Virgo. So again, there's this importance building up. That's how we look at these transits when we're trying to piece everything together. That's that's a double theme yeah. that's, that has to do with illumination. It's like they're being pulled back to the sun. They're being pulled back to the sun, yes, and the sun is shining light, like the sun is lighting the way cool. so that it can see where it's going back. Okay. And it brings important that it's zero degrees. Both of them are zero degrees. Like, that's super cool. So cool. (laughs) And the thing I wanted to say with the Mercury part, it has that mind energy, divine mind. So we're looking with this, like, divine heart, divine love with divine mind, with Pluto retrograde and Capricorn. A lot of divinity. (laughs) A lot of divinity and a lot of getting to the root of what really matters. What really matters. Not based on... What you think you need, what the exterior world tells you, you should be loving or where you should be because that's a burger. Yeah, all the shoulds. Um, And even like not just what society tells you should, but your own self. Cool. Whenever, especially Mercury, oh my goodness. When we have Mercury (laughs) going, I mean, it is a surgical tool, but when it's in Virgo, (laughs) it's like super, super surgery in a good way without pain. It's like, <laughs> it's not and what I you. say without paint, yeah, it's not, the the knife is not dull. It, like, I didn't even feel that. Yeah. I mean, we'll feel it. We'll feel it. <laughs> but we're going in. But the thing to bring in, Mercury is the only planet that has either double strength or double not strength. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've said that before. So being in Virgo, it means not only is it in a place where it has resources and tools because that it rules Virgo. Mm-hmm. But it also is exalted. So it has both sides of the highest level of expression. Right. And so again, this is our mental tool. So we know when we work on things that are sort of aligning head and heart, putting those two things together, we're getting to I mean, this is unusual to have this kind of weather, cosmic weather what feels like in service to us, you know, because that's how I look at the sun. Like if we look at it as, you know, at the very least, you you can be an atheist and know, okay, the sun is the giver of life. Mm -hmm. So you can look at that however you want, but it's like, you could look at it as creator energy. At least it's, it's 
the life force energy. So we have this really strong opportunity to get again to that, you know, place. So it could be within your own self, within your own goals. It can be within, you know, how you want to do relationship. What do I, what career path do I want? But we need to understand that while we're doing this, that while we're doing this, it's, it's with the expectation that we may not get to move into that house, that new, <laughs> the new building until maybe next year, you know, because it can the take Aquarius a little blueprint time. House. <laughs> the Aquarius Blueprint House. I love it. And that's the other, oh, we should give the bookends for um, Mercury too. Yeah. So the Mercury retrograde cycle will start at 21 degrees mm-hmm. Virgo and go back to eight degrees Virgo. So if you have anything in the pathway of eight and twenty-one, and I'm thinking you're you're just <laughs> just sitting here like nervously yeah. laughing, <laughs> <laughs> like half my chart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exciting because you get to you have the master consultant. It's like oh, I got in, I got an appointment with the highest level. I don't know, coach, like teacher, doctor or something. Yeah. Doctor, totally. That makes the sense. Best in their field. Yeah. But they're going to make me do some stuff. Right. And I got to trust it because they're the best in their field. Cool. Because we're doing, we already are in one month into Venus retrograde when oh, this yeah. starts. Right. Wait, no, this is when. June. Oh, right. With a shadow period, right? No. Venus goes retrograde July 22nd. Uh-huh. Mercury oh, goes retrograde. Oh, I thought you meant like today when this is coming oh. out. Sorry. It's <laughs> like, not yet. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. When Venus when Venus goes retrograde. For, it's like a month and then Mercury. Yep. Okay. So we're already a month in. So we're already gathering intel. We okay. already. And we, here's the thing. Be okay with it if you're feeling more emotional. And I was like, I'm feeling uh. bonded around emotion. I'm feeling this one day and I'm feeling this other thing. The emotional body is just working Working the things out that need to just come up and out. And here's the other thing. Allow yourself to feel. I think there's a reason why it's in this order. This is like cosmic goodness because we tend to be more thinkers and not allowed feeling. Mm -hmm. So even for the most linear type, I promise you, you get to weave the mind in into this. So let it go. Yeah. (laughs) let, Let your emotions go. Even maybe... Force it on yourself. <laughs> and what I mean by that, it's like, okay, I'm going to watch a really sad movie or I'm going to watch a really mm. happy movie. I'm going to watch something that is so funny. Incite emotion. And if you can't get that fire lit, it's time to like, oh, I got to look at this. Yeah. So if your pilot light of your emotions is not yeah. is not lighting, then it's like, oh, let's get curious about that. What's happening? Exactly. Okay. And I bet you have a zillion podcasts you can refer them to. They've already done. <laughs> Getting try in touch this, with your emotions. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All of our therapy sessions. That's right. Quick, Maybe you are deficient in something. Quick but, question yeah. that it might be a little too advanced, but let's say no. someone doesn't have anything in Leo or Virgo, but they have their Coke house cusps at a certain degree within those ranges. Yeah. Would that be like when it hits that degree, like that's when you kind of feel something? Not too advanced for me. (laughs) And that's if you run your chart with Coke house cusp. So the difference. (laughs) K-O-C-H. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone who's listening to this who understands what that means, like, probably already knows. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. if you don't, it's okay. <laughs> there, there are different house systems, different ways to divide the sky. And um, Coke, the Coke house system in particular, the house cusps are so sensitive that when exactly you have, like, something crossing it, it's, it's like the string of the guitar. Ah. Where it just, woo, you feel it. Yeah. Dif- a little more differently. And this is, you know, this is Shannon talking. I'm not saying, I mean, I did have a teacher teach me this. Um, Jim Siobhan, you know, whatever, 25 years ago, big time San Diego astrologer years ago. He's the one who turned me on to Coke House and the cusps. But if you do, here's the thing. Like, if you want the challenge, run your chart in both and mm-hmm. see what happens. Right. Because chances are it may get plucked. That string may get plucked. Yeah. You know, so that's it. Then what will happen is you'll notice the theme shift from one house to the other. Okay. Okay. So here's another for those of you who are testing your house systems out. Just do an experiment. And see what happens in those couple days. Yeah, like market, maybe if you are looking at a chart where you can kind of see what's happening and when, like, okay, this hit the Coke house cusp at, I'll use myself as an example, 15 degrees Leo. Yeah. What am I feeling that day? Is something coming up? Do I feel an energetic shift? Yeah, did it shift? Okay. Am I going? And what will happen is a revisit, because when it's going retrograde, it's going back to where it was. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you might go, oh, okay, I didn't finish stuff up here. The other thing you can kind of think of is that, you know, I can't get everything done. Everything's to, I have so much to do. Who, me? (laughs) (laughs) But I'll get a chance to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get a chance to do this again. So so that will help me manage my time better and what I'm going to put my energy into. I needed to hear that today. (laughs) (laughs) So when Mercury comes in and mercury will be in virgo for some time moving forward but it's kind of letting venus have her day like and mm. i think venus will be louder makes sense <laughs> than mercury when mercury is direct and that's the thing too right before mercury goes direct venus will be kazemi venus i think it's the 19th of august, august. 19th Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she is crossing the sun and then moving to be the um, rising star. And that we won't see her for a little while. She's um, but she's leaving the setting sky and entering the rising sky. And so that's always a big moment. But that also see the theme doesn't stop. This is the thing with astrology. It's like, okay, there it is again. There's no <laughs> way around this. We're going inward. Okay. Because that's the thing. That's when she literally, like mythologically, she goes underground. That's when she goes in. So we're going in a few days before. And we can just even say, like she just was in the heart of the sun. Right. Which is beautiful. So we can take that. That's a little a day to star your calendar. Okay, August 19th. You heard it here first. (laughs) And just because she's in the heart of the sun. So if it's like, I really don't know what I want or what I'm doing, it's like, I'm just not even going to try to think it because usually that's what happens. We get our brain too involved. And Mm -hmm. I'm a brain lover. So don't hear me. I am. (laughs) Preaching to the choir, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love the mind. Like, without the mind, we don't have a navigator. But this is a moment of like just turning that apparatus off the best way you can. Cool. Heart-centered. 
heart-centered and just being open to what will be revealed. The mind is like looking for what's being revealed. You're just feeling it. So we're looking at feelings. And then, again, we go into the retrograde. And so this will be retrograding all the way back. What's interesting is it hits a 22, the sun, when it goes to its place of direction, which will be on September 15th, the sun will be 22 degrees, which I think is really cool because it is that construction. It's the master builder. It's (laughs) I have something. Right. And Venus, by the way, goes direct on uh, September 3rd at that 8 degrees. And so, I'm sorry, 12 12, degrees. Yeah. And so with that, I like that ending on, you know, that 22 degree Virgo. And so, you know, that's just means we have more clarity. We can move forward that's more of when we're stepping into our world. We're doing the thing. If we And we all have to function in the world. I mm-hmm. know, like that's just a reality. But I'm talking about your expectations of self, how you're responding to people, how you're responding to life. So it is a really beautiful inward time. And I was thinking about this with music. I woke up actually early this morning. It was like this half asleep, you know, wake up. And how related music is to astrology with the harmonics and how, you know, in music, you have the rests. Anybody who knows music, like you have your time where you're playing the music Mm -hmm. and then you have the rests, the silent part, the part where you're pausing. If we just played music, it's just noise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the pauses that actually make the music the music. Yeah. And the retrogrades are like pauses. They're the inward time. They're the natural go in. So there are rest points that actually create the music. And so I think that's such a lovely way to reframe it because there's a lot of fear around, especially Mercury. Mercury retrograde, I would say, is one of the most outside of astrology known <laughs> terminologies. And uh, everyone, whenever something is going wrong, typically texts me, is Mercury retrograde right now? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's kind of cool? People at least have something that they can go to, and it's true. It's like, Mercury retrograde. Right. It could be something else, but... And I'm like, no, it's actually Mars squaring Pluto. (laughs) 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 Like, actually? (laughs) But I love that there's a thought. It used to be, is it a full moon or something? And now it's like, it's Mercury retrograde. Yeah. But they know, like people are knowing that, oh, there is some cosmic force happening. There's a correlation. (laughs) There's a correlation. And usually we, you know, we can track that because it isn't just us that feel off. It's we're seeing other people off. Um, And then the thing I wanted to bring into just to bring some more, you know, synthesis and like culmination is that when... Mercury, we didn't talk about shadows, but, you know, there's those degrees that it crosses. So then when Mercury goes direct and then from 8 degrees Virgo going all the way forward to 21 degrees Virgo, that's going to be on September 29th, which will be a full moon in in Libra. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it's that other culmination. So we have the sun at 22. I'm building something. And then it leaves that that place where it was, you know, okay. for the third time, yeah. it's crossing. And it's that culmination. Full moon in Libra is a Venus-ruled 
lunation. Yeah. So we're getting to see like new moon. Uh, no, full moon. Okay. I'm sorry. It's full. It's the sun is ruled by Venus. By Venus when the, the sun light. is in Libra. Right. right. Okay. The moon will be in in um, Aries. Aries. Yeah, you're right. But well, we have Mars and Venus. You know, polarity. Polarity. But Venus is going to be the one who's lighting the way during that time, nice. and she has like a culmination. That's that's what full moon of is. hitting the sun and doing yes. the retrograde cycle. Exactly. Okay. And Mars is going to be in Libra as well. Oh, right. At that moment, which is pretty cool, too. So so it's all that, like, pulling it together and synthesizing it and feeling like, okay, I, I know what I'm doing. So, again, the theme, I look at, you know, utilizing both of those parts. We have the heart, we have the emotional body, and then the mind comes in, and it's trying to, to ac- not acquiesce, but default, maybe, to the heart. The okay. mind is, we have an opportunity like to, to consciously have our mind defer yeah. to the heart. It's, it's like, a good okay, way to I'll let you that. take the, I'll let you take the lead a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it may want to. And, yeah. you know, by the way, when the moon, sorry, when Venus is in Leo, it's quite regal, majestic. It is very, um, you know, she's, she has a level of like holding her space. Like she's mm-hmm. not, She's not giving in. Royal energy. <laughs> royal. It's very royal um, and strong, strong in self. Mm-hmm. So if she's crying, she's strong. Like, I am good in this space. Or if she's ha- whatever it is, as long as she's not in ego state, then Mercury can be there to serve her. The cool. mind can be there to serve the heart. Right. So Instead of the other way around, which I feel like is exactly. a default sometimes. <laughs> yeah. that, exactly. So yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And if we really look at this, this is pretty dang important to kind of get ourselves situated to this for the coming Pluto and Aquarius cycle for the next 20 years. Because we're Ah. really moving into such a strongly technological age, AI, all those things that we we're going to our minds are just going to be. Candy, crack, you know, <laughs> all the, oh my God, it's amazing. For like sure. What, what AI can provide, the mind is like, yes, yes. Like, my, and, <laughs> and I can be, t- I can be lazy. Like, I don't have to do a lot. Yeah. So. Or efficient. Or efficient. <laughs> How can I be more efficient? So we need to, to invite our heart into that, to know like, okay. oh, what is good for this? What is good for us? The love nature that like. Oh, touching each other, warm embrace. Becomes like, like a stabilizer when our brains go off the rails. Yes, <laughs> okay. exactly. So we can kind of, if we consciously do some work with it, it will still be there to go back to, even if you get lazy, like, oh, okay, I got it, it's all direct, no problem. <laughs> but it, you did something, so there's something to go back to Okay. within the your mind, your there's brain. A, there's a precedent there's set. There's a precedent. <laughs> and, the, and the wires between the heart and the, and the okay. head, because they do exist. We yeah. have... A channel, isn't there like, um, I mean, I think there's this sheath that encapsulates, like it, mo- I, I got to find the research. I the neurons? Be, no, it's, oh. I mean, we have the neurons. Yes, yeah. we, have, we know that. We have it's neurons in It's like the myelin sheath. <laughs> I have to, like, I shouldn't even be talking about it without being able to cite it. But I remember a bit ago that it's like this very thin sheath that goes from the heart all the way up through the, like, the throat, all the way up, like, in our nervous system to the brain, that there's a connection. 
I'm Googling it just in case. The, yeah, Google the it. The cerebral um, arteriogram? No, that's a catheter-based exam. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and maybe I'm, maybe I'm futuring right now. I mean, that's but. really cool. I don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking of like the exterior of the heart. I'm like the pericardium. Like, well, there's, yeah, the pericardium, but um, there's something else. It's just really the, the vagus su- nerve. Well, maybe the vagus nerve is the connector. Uh, Maybe that's what it is, mm-hmm. but there's something that can that literally carotid sheath. Okay, there sheath. There it is. Yeah, that. <laughs> woo! <laughs> we did this. We did it. <laughs> We're a good team. <laughs> I like okay, vagus nerve, carotid sheath, middle of the two large vessels, common carotid artery, internal jugular vein. No one cares. I'm just reading. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My my inner Virgo is is all in for getting like more podcasting yeah. right now. <laughs> but but there is the whole point is where in the more we learn, the more science expands, we do find these other things that we thought were just woo-woo. Right. But it's not. Right. The the heart mind connection, right? Yes. Like, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. So we're trying to link those and let them meet each other again. That's the other thing. Like, oh, it's not one or the other. We tend to be one or the other. Yeah. And it's not binary. An extreme. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's of everything in life. Like, we're ready to move into that state. Uh, Finally, this is like one of the things that I've had to like really work on to like break out of, I think, from cultural conditioning that we're so used to like, yes or no, you're a good person, you're a bad person, it's black, it's white, you're this, you're that. It's this or. Mm-hmm. instead of and. And I really like to get to the place of and. Like you can be both two it's things. It's unity. Yeah. It's like bring and as the conjoiner versus or exactly. as the diver, diverger. The, <laughs> yeah, not the, the right divider. Word. <laughs> divider, thank you. <laughs> I was like, this I separ- speak English. <laughs> so when, <laughs> one is a separator, one is a unifier. Yep, exactly. And so that, that. Um, is what we're, and we're ready. Like, okay, so like outing myself and my, my, like channeling part, but <laughs> this is what I've been looking at from a channeling perspective mm-hmm. when I've been with clients and I get the downloads is that's, that is what humanity is trying to do right now. We think cool. we're trying to be more conscious of this and that really we're working as a species evolution, ascension, air quote, is merging the heart and head. Like yeah. that's it. That's what next level is. That's what living a 4D, 5D life, like whatever language you want to use. It isn't, oh, we're suddenly these magic beings that can fly. <laughs> it's we're more cohesive. Yeah. We're, we're more unified. Right. That's what it is. And so here's a moment that we're being offered if we pay attention to really focus on that. Cool. So. I, that's like honestly I'm like are we achieving nirvana soon? <laughs> <laughs> we won't until we align those two things right I mean that feels so beautiful and optimistic and I think maybe people hearing the words like retrograde and like Pluto seems kind of scary and all these things this is something really hopeful especially like if you've gone through I mean the past few years have been really hard and this feels like we're headed toward a really lovely almost romanticized era well at least being able to go into a new era stabilized within our being right aligned within our being mm-hmm. having a clear head so we can make clear decisions that aren't just based on data but right. just the heart is involved too yeah. what's the good for the whole the collective and what what is what feels right what feels wrong but the mind is involved yep I'm, it's it's both. You're empathic and logical. 
But when are we going to, I mean, I could look it up, but (laughs) when are we going to have this again? Well, we certainly won't have it with Pluto with its tool belt on. Right. This is a pretty unique combination of all three. Of all three. Right. Because it's going to be another, you know, 250 years. Until this comes back around. Yeah, before Pluto's in Cap again. So we will probably not be alive. Well, we'll see what Pluto and Aquarius does. I mean, maybe we, might we will be, be frozen cryogenically. Free- yeah, if you have the money, you might be in a freezer somewhere. Just me and Stella, like really cold, like- <laughs> with her pink collar yeah. and your little pink suit, and just like the the, the face that says, "I have one brain cell." Like- <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's you're so smart, baby. Aww, she's the sweetest, and she's she sweet. smart too. She did smart, girl. She is a hearthead girl. She really is. Oh my gosh, but my Taurus baby, and she's got her Virgo moon. Oh, see? Yep. I know. the The moon being the mother is like really slapping me in the face with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the Taurus too, being Venus ruled, mm-hmm. so she's got Venus and Mercury. That's and then, what I mean. And she then is. Her, and then her Venus is Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's an inside joke. <laughs> like, do people understand? That? <laughs> oh boy! So, so, so that's it. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so last year we had a hot girl summer yeah. forecast, <laughs> and uh, and this year we have um, an inner glow up summer yeah. forecast. Go forth and unify. <laughs> Go forth and unify. That's so Aquarian. I love it. But we will have better relationships going forward if we put the work in yes. now. So use this. It's like optimal weather. It's like having like a perfect 72 degree sunny day for the beach, right? Yes. Like this is the perfect weather to do that work so you can exactly. move forward. And, you know, if we do the Venus retrograde episode, yeah. we'll do some surgery with that too. Yes. So because, we'll get more into that in, yeah. in the next month. So stay tuned for that one. And I remember you talked a bit about it probably in different ways when we did oh. the year ahead forecast. Okay, of course. So bef- not if you're listening to this now and you're like, I need more, feed my brain, um, go back to um, our 2023 forecast from January. Or maybe it was December. I'll link to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shannon, this was fabulous. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And we'll see you here in five minutes for another episode. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Love you too. All right, I hope that gave you some context for what's going on, what's ahead. Prepare for summertime sadness and summertime excitement and summertime joy and summertime love, self-love, lots of feelings, merging the head and heart, and of course, an internal glow up. Like I said in the interview, we are linking to additional resources in the episode description. So find your links there to get more intel and discover your birth chart if you haven't already. Stay tuned for the coming episodes that we've got coming out ahead. It's This Is Fine's birthday in a few days, so we'll have a special episode for that. We love a Gemini birthday. Then Caroline will be back for a perfume smash or pass episode. If that sounds insane, that's because it is. Wishing you the hottest of hot girl summers yet. I'll see you outside or on the internet. Okay, bye. A bien, so bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of This Is Fine. I've been your host, Dominique Michelle Astorino. We're based in San Diego, recording in studio at DLI Productions in Pacific Beach with Emmy Award-winning sound designer Dan De La Isla. This is a comedy and advice podcast, but for legal reasons, this entire podcast is a joke and none of it is medical advice. To download the transcript or learn more, visit thisisfinepodcast.com. 